0: Big sky, big potential. This is Eastern Promise. And now, food, glorious food. After decades of supermarket, restaurant, and fast food dominance, food on the street is fashionable once again. And we're not talking about the late-night, post-nightclub burger that no sober person would entertain. Oh, no. We're talking about the finest fare the world has to offer. But what's your favourite food on the street? Sounds like another job for... Crowd Sorcery. Yes, Crowd Sorcery. Now, I'm not sure this is the kind of street food I initially had in mind, but Dr. Garrick Fincham, Associate Director of Planning at the University of East Anglia and indie author, has had his own traumatic experiences. I can only reply to this, says Garrick, with a comment made by one of my daughters. Someone had dropped a pizza on the pavement in Norwich and I almost trod on it. Saved. Only by my daughter shouting at the top of her voice mind you watch out dad it's street food we welcome to crowd sorcery catherine gray specialist occupational therapist and ceo of cup ot wellness and therapy services catherine tells us her go-to place is norwich market so many amazing independent street food outlets From the Bodega Sandwiches to Fresh Norwich, Bun Box, Caribbean Food, etc. Just brilliant. And Catherine's pop-up favourites? Cushy Kitchen, Anma's Kitchen and Chip Bucket. Brackets, Bucket List. There's non-poke bowls as well, but I'm not sure I'm pronouncing that correctly. Agreeing is Simon Blackwell, founder of Hemp Innovations, who says, I love Cushy Street Food. And you can find out more at cushystreetfood.com. .co.uk Thanks for prompting me to take a look Simon and Catherine. it looks delicious Saul Humphrey managing partner at Saul Humphrey LLP professor at Anglia Ruskin University chair of Institute of Directors Norfolk chair of New Anglia LEPS building growth group and non-executive director interjects a very important point I have lots of favorites says Saul But following an inspiring evening with Claire Cullens of Norfolk Community Foundation, I want to give a shout out to all the brilliant, nourishing Norfolk hubs, all of whom provide healthy, affordable food for those who are struggling to afford it and offers them support to discover pathways out of food poverty for good. Absolutely, Saul. Could not agree more. And you can find out more at norfolkfoundation.com. Neil Griffin, meanwhile, innovation director, business coach and 2am problem solver. Presumably, where do you get good street food at 2am? Well, Neil says the best street food is the international street food market each Thursday at the University of Essex in Colchester. You can take your pick from a variety of awesome cuisine. Concurring with this is Georgina Watts, centre manager at the Innovation Centre Colchester, who says... I was going to say the same. Amazing street food. I can't promise that any of it is available at 2am though. And finally, I apologise to marketing mage Laura Quelch who says, Cheeky of you to post this around dinner time. I'm really hungry now. Sorry Laura, but come to think of it, so am I. Thanks to all my crowd sorcerers, I really do enjoy setting you these little challenges. And next time... Hear the pirate music and activate buccaneer mode. Arr! Where be the greatest, glitteriest hidden treasure in the east of England, me hearties? <sighs> Sell your schooner to LinkedIn and find my challenge under hashtag crowd sorcery. Deactivate buccaneer mode. phew, <laughs> that's better i better give Banham Zoo their parrot back <sighs> next week. We're keeping with the zoological theme and going on a visit to Fielding Cottage at Honingham, home of the goat shed. We'll meet entrepreneur Sam Steggles, tour the cheese-making plant, and find out about the incredible enterprise he built, not only in the teeth of a pandemic, but also from the other side of the planet. And speaking of things that could be potentially out of this world we'll be catching up with Agritech E with the highlights of their Agritech meets Spacetech event. Join me then. In closing, thank you again to Jane Patterson Todd and Dan Thorpe of Cambridge Ahead. And to Engineer 49. Now, little known fact, he is a fantastic opera singer. Yeah. As an engineer, obviously, he was drawn to Benjamin Britten's Turn of the Screw, No, no, wait, wait. In fact, in 2013, Petro Trelawney of BBC Radio 3 described Engineer 49's performance as sound as a pound. Ten performances later, he became a tenor. What? 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 It could have been carmend! Thank you for listening, and I truly hope you've enjoyed it. Get in touch with me at mike at easternpromise.site. That's mike at easternpromise.site. That's S-I-T-E as in website. Until next time, bye for now.